Happy New Year to you and yours, and welcome to a brand new decade. This is the Always 100 Podcast, part one of two of Wild Card Weekend. This is the pre-show where we dabble in all four games, make official Super Bowl picks, and then pick those said four games. What's going on, you guys? Always 100 Podcast. I'm Quinn, the host. I'm joined each week and every week by the esteemed co-hosts of the Always 100 Football Podcast. First up, Cowboys fan, just all-around great person, who's really relieved that Jason Garrett is no longer the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year, Quinn. Happy New Year, Trev. Um, Hey, Quinn, Garrett's not out yet, so I'm not relieved yet. But we'll make it to that later. Yeah, we should get to that later if we have some time. And the next guest on the show is uh, Steeler fan extraordinaire, uh, but De- Devlin Hodges, not for 25, 95 yards. I don't think you called it, but uh, you said he'd be terrible, and he was. So, congrats. You get Tennessee in the playoffs, Uncle Trevor. Well, it doesn't matter if it's Tennessee, just anybody. matter than Pittsburgh. It's embarrassing. Even Oakland have been better. I don't want Pittsburgh to go up there and extend New England's season another week. I want a team that can go up there and take them out. And Pittsburgh well, wasn't it. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously Pittsburgh wasn't it. Well, well, we'll see very shortly if the Tennessee Titans are it. So let, let's get right into it. We're taking you up to noon Eastern time when the pregame coverage starts on live on the NFL Network. Also, Pitt basketball and Maryland basketball play at noon. Maryland, fifteenth uh, ranked in the country, is home hosting Indiana. And Bob, who does who does Pitt play? Uh, somebody that they might lose to. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have to look. Wake Forest. Okay. Well, Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest. Okay. Oh no! Okay. Is that Danny Manning? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, people found. People found. People found somebody worse worse coach than he is. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Jeez. What do you have to say about that, Bob? I mean, I actually like Capel. Trev doesn't like Capel so much. Hey, look, anybody was an upgrade over that person they had from Vanderbilt. I don't even remember what his name was. He was so uh, abysmal, and he was bad. He was awful. Kevin uh, Stalling. See, I couldn't even remember his name. That's how much I just let him out of my, my yeah. memory bank. He was bad. He was really bad. Capel was bad. He's a hundred times better than Stalin. Ooh, wow, guys! I got some. Wait, wait a minute, guys! I got some news just before we get going. Uh, Mom, this could concern you. Just, I uh, just saw a report that Mike McCarthy, the guy that you 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 really don't care for, Mike McCarthy, is en route to Dallas, Texas, to interview with your favorite football team. Hmm. Okay. And I saw report that Mike Zimmer and the GM of Minnesota are coming back. So any uh, reports of Zimmer going to Dallas would have to probably consist of a trade. But let me just say this real quick. I think that Jerry and Stephen Jones are very selfish right now by not saying whether Garrett's coming back or not. And I don't mean for Garrett's sake. I'm talking about the assistant coaches and their families who are affected by all this. 
they did the same thing to Des Bryant. They waited so long, then they released him. They're like doing the same thing with Garrett and his coaches. And I think that's really wrong. I, I don't like that at all. Tell the man he's coming back or tell the man he's, he's going so that his people that were working with him know which way to go. I mean, I just don't like that at all. Another reason why I may have to ice my Cowboys card this year. Just saying. Well, hey, you, 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 got, you got the Ravens coming up. So, all right, let's, let's get into that. We're expecting more news comes. We will uh, spend some time at the end of the show because we always got to talk about the four games, make our Super Bowl picks, and then pick the game. So, uh, if we got time, if there are any more breaking news stories that come up, uh, we will definitely give it to you live on the Always 100 podcast. But, uh, Rob, let's get started here. It, it, it starts tonight at 4.30, ESPN and ABC, the Buffalo Bills, two-and-a-half-point underdogs at Houston. J.J. Watt is active and will play in this game, coming back from a torn pectoral muscle. So, Mom, we're coming to you. Two-and-a-half is the spread, over-under 43-and-a-half. Who wins this game and why? What do you think is going to happen? That's a very good question. I see this almost as a toss-up kind of game. I don't know which Houston team is going to show up. J.J. Watt, notwithstanding, um, they've been so up and down this year. Uh, Watson has been okay, then he's been horrible. And it's like, what is going on there? No consistency with that particular team. My thought was to pick Houston because they're at home. Jay Watt is just an, an additional benefit to their team. If he's in playing shape and if he doesn't you know, re-injure that, that pectoral muscle, if he's doing well, then the defense can get after Josh Allen, who can get spooked rather easily. So uh, my thought is Houston will pull it out, but it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a field goal type of game. All right, well, Trevor, pick it up from there. What do you what do you think about the Bills and the Houston Texans? I think Buffalo is a better coach team. I, you know, Houston, JJ Watt. I wouldn't really expect much from from him today. I, I think I think I look at I look at these two teams and Houston, you know, probably has a better quarterback. I would say Watson is better. But Buffalo's got a better defense. Buffalo can run the ball better. Buffalo's got a better coach. And Houston has proven that they are chokers in the playoffs. No matter who the quarterback is, they've proven that they, they will lose at home or on the road. It doesn't matter. They, they choke. So I'm going to go with Buffalo. Even in spite of Josh Allen, who I really don't trust at all. I'm going with Buffalo because of the coach. Um, yeah, I, I'd say Buffalo's going to go in there and beat them by like seven, I think. They're, they're going by a touchdown. I, I don't – I like Deshaun a lot. I think all of us really like Deshaun Watson, but him and O'Brien just don't win games in the playoffs. Um, your guess is as good as mine as to why that is. Um, you know, they, you know, they they could be classified as chokers, yes, because they really do not, um, they, they, they don't, they don't get the job done, uh, in the, in these big games. I mean, back last decade, I mean, they could, 
they could never beat the Patriots when they went up there. They, you know, they could they could never do that. They would lose to Cincinnati. They, you know, they would they just don't they just don't win, you know, games that are of any importance. So that's something to take into account. Now, uh, for me, the only reason I would pick Houston is if Fuller plays, but that that guy that guy just can't stay healthy. I don't expect him to play. Um, and I, I just think Buffalo's better. It'll be a low scoring game. Buffalo, I'll take Buffalo plus what? I think it's ooh, I think it's two and a half. Yeah, Buffalo. I'll take Buffalo plus two and a half, and probably just it'll be like something along the lines of like twenty to twenty to sixteen or something like that because Buffalo has got the second ranked defense, like their coach. I just think they're good. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think of whatever you think of Josh Allen? Notwithstanding, I just think Buffalo's a good team. And they'll go down there and they'll, uh, they'll they'll be Houston again, and then the questions are going to start swirling around Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien. Can they win and all this other stuff? Uh, I, I think Buffalo goes down and gets it done. I'll take the Bills. All right, Plus they'll get both. They'll get both a more better game. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. Um, all right, well, but. But Baltimore may not be facing either one of those teams if uh, Tennessee pulls off a very mild upset in my in a lot of people's opinion. Um, I'm going to start on my game Saturday eight fifteen on CBS. There's a winter storm coming to the, North, the New England area. It's called Henry, which is kind of insane. Derrick Henry. So, yeah, Derrick Henry. Winter storm, Derrick Henry. Um, thirty-five folks. This this was uh this was Derrick Henry's stat line last week in a game that the Titans had to win. And Bob, I, I you know the stat line very well. Got, you know, got, got you a lot of fantasy points here. Thirty-five carries, two hundred eleven yards, and three touchdowns. Thirty-five carries, two eleven, three touchdowns. If you don't win the game, chances of you going to the playoffs. Well. Turned out the Steelers were, you know, the Steelers were not up to the task to get it done. But you know what? Derrick Henry ran wild on the Houston Texans, and I know that most of those most of those people were backups and third stringers. But that's what Derrick Henry's people of. And the Patriots can get run on. Um, I, I'm still not recovered from last week against the Miami Dolphins. Okay, you're a 16-point favorite. I said last week on this show the line was too high. It was too high to begin with, first of all. The Patriots should not be 16-point favorites over anyone. They barely could score 16 points, okay? So that, that that's that's the line was too high. And then to come out, you know, get that 3 nothing, and then I'm not sure what happened on that pick six, but apparently Tom thought somebody was going somewhere and there were two receivers that were wearing blue and one person that was wearing white and green, and the person in white and green caught it and ran it in for a touchdown. And that's, that told us, that told me this was going to be a long game. But to, to sit over here and blow your shot at a first-round bye, you're one of the older teams in this league. you got an old man for a quarterback that's not, that's the greatest, but he's not getting any younger. you got 
you got an old receiver that's hurt to come around and not to not handle your business as a 17-point favorite at home against the Dolphins, you get what you deserve. Now, as for this game, I hate the matchup. I, I hate I hate the matchup for the Patriots. Why? Titans have a good defense, or at least good enough. We got a mobile quarterback. Ryan Tannehill's already beaten beaten us four different times as a member of the Miami Dolphins with lesser teams, with a lesser team around him. He's already beaten us four times. Derrick Henry, six five, two forty seven, capable of going for two hundred yards on any given day. And then to cap it all off, you got they got two really good receivers, tall, big, tall receivers. I can go up and get them. AJ Brown has been a revelation. Thank you for all those fantasy points, my friend. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and then you got Tajay Sharp, and the tight end's not bad either. So all everything is leading toward the Patriots losing this game, and quite frankly, they should because they're not better than the Titans. They're they're not. The Patriots as a whole are not better than Tennessee, even though they're three games better in record-wise. Okay? The Patriots should lose, so that's why they won't lose. I'm thinking the Patriots minus five. Actually, no, 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 I like Tennessee. I think Tennessee plus five. Tennessee will cover. The Patriots will win. It'll be, I think it'll be a higher-scoring game than people think. Yeah, somewhere along the lines of 31 to 28, something like that. Uh, I think Tennessee can score on us, you know, but the dynasty's not dead, at least for one more week. That that That's my thought. Too many people on the Titans, so I, I, I'm picking the Patriots, um, and we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I'm i not real confident about this game. All right, Michael Trevor, what do you think? Man. I mean, Tennessee is definitely a better opponent going up there than Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh probably wouldn't even score against New England. But, I mean, New England's at home, prime time on Saturday night. A lot of these guys have been in this position before, while most of these guys in Tennessee have never been in this position before. And people are, it's like I read, I saw on TV, it's where everyone's down in New England asking if this is Brady's last game. So, I mean, all of this is being used as motivation for New England. Just like last week, no one thought Miami would beat them. But maybe that worked in the other direction. Maybe they didn't come out. Maybe they took Miami for granted. This week is complete opposite. Nobody's taking Tennessee for granted. They're probably sick of the media saying this is going to be Brady's last game in, in New England. And they're sick of everyone saying Tennessee's going to beat them. But they're going to use that as motivation to come out, probably come out strong, with, with strong line play. I would imagine that's where they're going to beat Tennessee is on the line. They're not going to let Derrick Henry run all over them. They're not going to give Tannehill a time to, to pass back there. And, you know, they're probably going to run the ball on the offense. They, they're still not going to be able to pass. I just New England hasn't really passed the ball well all year. So I can't really see them changing that. But I think they're going to probably run the ball. I saw some evidence of that last week. And if I do a little dick and dunk game with their running back, 
maybe get some turnovers on the special teams and, and on defense. And they'll survive one more week before Patrick Mahomes ends their dynasty for good. New England, New England by seven to fourteen. Interesting. All right, Mom, uh, pick it up from there. What do you think? Oh, contraire, my brother. Winter Storm Derrick Henry is coming. It's going to be into New England, and it will be the end of the dynasty today. Absolutely. Sorry, Quinn. I mean, to me, Tennessee is going to come in there. They're going to be hyped up. Some of those players have been in the playoffs before. Mariota, I think like two years ago, they actually played the playoffs. So they have some <laughs> playoff experience. Obviously not as much as New England, but Brable knows Brable <laughs> knows New England. Knows what Belichick will do in certain situations. He knows how he thinks. And they're gonna use that to their advantage. And I think Tennessee's gonna come in there very strong. And New England got was shell shocked last week. I don't think they're gonna recover that quickly. So all that said I think it, it still may be a close game, but Tennessee's going to win. And they're, and there's going to be no doubt that they won that game once it's all said and done. Look, here, here's, here's the thing. See, I, all, all you guys want, all you guys said the same thing about the San Diego, I refuse to call Belly Chargers, right? The Chargers were just as, just as good, if not better. They had Philip Rivers. They had Keaton Allen. Gordon Three. They had a great defense. Joey Bosa getting after people. Ingram knocking people's heads off. They went up there and lost by 20. It was, 30, it was 38 to 7 at halftime. Okay, like, I I, I would just love to, to see a game like that. I just don't think the Patriots are capable of doing that anymore. I mean, I, I really think Tom should should be pretty upset with Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft because this guy's been taking discounts for years thinking that they were going to go get him some good receivers. And he's only played with potentially two Hall of Famers, one in Randy Moss, who's already in the Hall of Fame, and I think Grock will make it. That's it. It's all he's given him for 20 years, and he's still done what he's done. Okay? But this is, you know, he he's if he if he loses, it's over. I, I it, it's gone. He's gone. He's going to L.A. He's going somewhere where it's nice and warm, and they'll appreciate him and they'll give him the talent that he needs in order if he wants to continue for one or two more years. If, if that's what he wants to do, um, you know, because I I could totally see the Chargers opening up, bringing out the Brinks truck to go sign Tom Brady for a year or two while they groom two or, you know, enter college quarterback here. Um, but, you know, it, it's just, it, it's frustrating to me to still watch this happen because everybody wants Tom Brady to be gone so bad because y'all, y'all want him gone. Y'all want him out because, you know, it's, it's just like he, he has tortured the entire league for two decades him and he's he's beaten them all almost you know he's lost to Phillies lost the Giants twice but 
you know, he, he struggles with some teams, but this guy has been the man along with Bill Belichick for two decades. And hey, goats don't go goats go down swinging. Now, this is not they. I, I don't expect them to look that bad against Tennessee. Yeah, they'll it'll be an emotional win, and they'll probably go. They'll go to Kansas City next week, and one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to get blown out or they're going to win. That's it. That, that, those are the only two options. It's not going to be close. It's not going to be Kansas City by seven. Kansas City is either going to kill them and put us out of our misery or they're going to choke. We go up there again, and you, y'all, y'all thought nobody was picking us this week. Could you imagine next week? Hey, not one person going to pick the Patriots in Kansas City if we beat the Titans. Not one person. And if we happen to beat the, the Chiefs and the Titans, even less people are going to pick us against the Ravens. So, I mean, they can spend this as an us-against-the-world mentality, and I think it'll work this time because really no one expects the Patriots to do much of anything. And if we were to do something, that would make it that much sweeter. But I, I'm nervous about this game. I really, I want us to win. I, I, I just, I just don't like the matchup, I, and I, I don't think the Patriots are long for the playoffs. So those are my, that, that's my honest take about the, the whole situation here. All right, take a break. Tell you that you are listening live on Blog Talk Radio and BlogTalkRadio.com. To the Always 100 podcast, joined by my mom, Mona, and my uncle Trevor, ahead of Wild Card Weekend, the first of two shows this weekend. The next show, um, I might be on location uh, with, with one of my buddies, one of my football buddies, but uh, tomorrow night, I think we're going to get back on here and uh, do a recap show of Wild Card Weekend, uh, all the game, both those games tonight and both those games tomorrow. Uh, we're going to get a Nice recap in about a half an hour. Give us give some unfiltered, uh, off the cuff reaction to Wild Card Weekend, and uh, get y'all ready for a divisional playoff weekend, which would include the Chiefs, the Ravens, Green Bay, and uh, San Francisco next week. So uh, th- those four teams have legit shots of making the Super Bowl. So uh, next week should be a really fun week. All right, Mom, coming to you again. Let's go to Sunday at 1 o'clock on Fox. The New Orleans Saints favored by eight at home against distant distant Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Um, what, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Uh, break it down for us and give us a winner here. I think Captain Kirk is going to be devoted to uh, Lieutenant Kirk or below. Uh, I think he's going to get just pummeled by New Orleans' defense. He's going to really have uh, a really not good game. He's going he's to have a bad game. I don't, I don't see him rising up and playing to the level that he's going to need to play against New Orleans. Um, Dalvin Cook may play. I believe that he's, a, he's scheduled to play. I don't know if that's going to be enough to for Minnesota to actually do something against New Orleans. And then on the flip side, Drew Brees and his offense, we all know how potent they are. 
we know they can put up a lot of points. Minnesota's defense is okay. I don't think that they have anything for Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and whoever else is on that, that offense, you know, Kamara. I just think it's just too strong of a team in New Orleans for Minnesota to come down there and, and actually win. Uh, and New Orleans has a bone to pick with uh, the Vikings. You know, as far as Stephon Diggs is concerned, they really thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl that year. So they, they have a lot of bulletin board material and motivation to go out and just, just beat down Minnesota tomorrow. And I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to say New Orleans is going to win by at least two touchdowns. All right, um, Trevor, pick it up from there. Uh, Vikings at Saints, Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, I, can't, I really don't see New Orleans blowing blowing Minnesota out. I really – New Orleans has been winning. You know, they lost some games at home, and they've been um, struggling many other games at home. The defense just doesn't seem to be as good this year as it was last year but you can pass on them in Minnesota. Right now, I mean, without Dalvin Cook, I guess they're a passing team. So, I mean, these are two dome teams, so it doesn't really matter about I – mean, there's no advantage there between dome team versus non-dome team. Both of them are dome teams. I I don't think – personally, I don't think New Orleans is really thinking about what happened two years ago in, in Minnesota. I don't think – I don't think that's really central in their mind. I um, this is not an easy game to pick. I I, I mean, Drew Brees is definitely getting older. I think if Minnesota can get pressure on him, they you know they can they can make life difficult and they can beat them. That's that's really the key. Minnesota has to get in Drew Brees' face because he's not mobile anymore. You got to hit him a little bit, and he'll start. He might turn the ball over a few times. This is very, very tough game to pick here. I'm tempted to go with Minnesota, really. I just don't think New Orleans is as good this year as they were last year. And, I mean, they didn't look good last week. They got to get the team that all that quit. Two months ago, they quit. You got to throw that game out last week. I mean, 49ers went in there and scored almost 50 points on New Orleans. Atlanta went in there and, and humiliated New Orleans in the dome. Carolina scored 31 on them in the dome. So this is, this is I, I think this is going to come down to your last possession again. That's the way I see it. Maybe who has the ball last will win. Wow. Uh, wow. That, that's, uh, that's a lot there. Uh, shoot. I, I disagree. I, I'm on mom's side. I, I look. I think the NFL. I think the NFL did Cousins a favor, quite frankly, because this game's at one o'clock, not eight o'clock. Because they were saying maybe if the Patriots had to buy, they 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 would have put New Orleans and uh, New Orleans and Minnesota tonight on uh, Fox or Fox or NBC would have that game. Put put that game on at the night spot, and we know Kirk Cousins does not do very well in primetime games. In fact, he's absolutely horrible. He's only won one big game that I can remember this year, uh, and it was against Mobs Cowboys. That's the only primetime game I remember. 
And by, I don't even think he should have won that game because the Cowboys had more than ample chances to win that game and decided to get away from what worked. So you got to give Kirk his credit. You know, he he went down there and beat him. But that's the only primetime victory I remember this guy having as a Minnesota Viking. Now, I'm just going to be totally upfront up, up with this. I'm rooting for the Saints for in the playoffs. I, I really am, and, and the Patriots. But I, I'm rooting for the Saints because, I'm sorry, how many times does a city have to get kicked, kicked in the groin before it, before it, it comes through? I mean, Minnesota, 17. All the guy has to do is tackle him, and the, and the Saints are going to the championship game and maybe the Super Bowl that year. Okay, so they might go to the Super Bowl. They might they they probably they would give the Eagles a way better game. We we come to find out that Minnesota went over there and just got the the doors blown off of them. Okay, uh, you know that that was seventeen, and then eighteen. I mean, I mean, excuse me, that was the worst. That was the worst non-call in sports history to this point. I mean, the guy the guy got headshotted. You call that play. You, you call that correctly. The chances are the Saints kick the field goal 23 to 20, and then you take your chances with the final 15 seconds. So, I mean, Saints fans have made this argument that they, they've been jobbed by Al Riveron and the NFL, and I, they have. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that I, I was listening to uh, Speak for Yourself yesterday, and they were saying that Whitlock and Wiley were talking about, yeah, yeah, does, you think Drew Brees uses the. He doesn't use those these last two games in the playoffs as extra motivation. And if I was Drew, I, I'd be like, of course I'm using them as, as extra motivation. But y'all didn't cost me at least two more Super Bowls, at least one more for sure, last year. Because I'm just telling you now, I told I told y'all this last year when, when it happened. I think the Saints are going to kill them, kill the Patriots. They're, they were going to beat the Patriots down. I mean that. I, I mean, they were a way better team. Drew Brees playing a better quarterback position, better than Tom Brady at the time. And I just thought that you know the Saints were a mismatch for us. And if they would have rightfully gotten to the Super Bowl, they would have won. Now, all that being said, I think I think Drew Brees is fixing to blow, blow them out. He might he might throw five touchdowns in the first half. I, I think Drew Brees is tired of this. He wants to win the Super Bowl. He's tired of getting robbed. He's tired of these people overlooking him because he's only got one Super Bowl, but all these passing records didn't have it. He's tired of being overlooked. I think Drew Brees puts foots in the Vikings. The Vikings defense has not been very good. Xavier Rhodes, good luck against Michael Thomas. Good luck, sir, because you're going to need it. Because can't guard Mike uh, is out here just cooking everybody. So, good luck. Uh, I got the Saints by two touchdowns at least, probably three. So that, that, that's my that's my deal. But but that being said, I do think Kirk is not going to play that bad. I, I just think Drew Brees and the Saints are just completely just on a complete mission. I think Kirk will throw two or three touchdowns, but it, it'll be it, it'll go over the total. But I just think you know I, I just think the Saints are just on a complete mission. And they they want they want revenge at the Forty Niners in the championship game if it gets there. So uh, I'm excited for that game. All right, final game, final game. Let's go 
to Uncle Trevor. Let's go to Philadelphia, Sunday at 440 on NBC. The Seahawks, I believe, are favored. Let me see here. The Seahawks are favored by point and a half. Uncle Trevor tomorrow at 440 on NBC at Philly. Who you got in this game? I mean, I have really no reason to pick Seattle. They they really they really blew their whole season last week. That delay of game penalty is going to come back to cost them a potential Super Bowl visit, and that's just unbelievable. You're inside the one yard line, or under a minute to go, whatever you have a delay of game penalty. That's that's embarrassing. Whoever's fault it was. I don't I haven't, I haven't heard anyone pinpoint blame on who that blame belongs to. But that's embarrassing. That's, that's just that, that that shouldn't happen. Well, what what are you doing? Delay a game penalty under a minute ago on the inside of one. That's I, I don't know. That that's just that 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 I mean that's just, Seattle's done it before. Start with New England. You know, passing the ball from the one instead of running it in. That's two Super Bowls. One of them they lost in the game. This one, they won't even get there most likely because of it. Because they can't manage the the game from the one-yard line under a minute to go. They're on the road against Philadelphia. They beat Philly, I guess, earlier in the season in Philly. Phillies, I think Phillies defense is going to get in Wilson's face. Philly doesn't seem like you have anybody that's on offense. It's like everybody's on the IR. But, I, I mean, Peterson has them motivated, and they're playing above their heads on on offense. I, and Seattle, Seattle, still, I, Seattle still can't run the ball. Lynch is not a viable option for the entire game, and they have nobody else. I don't know who they lost Josh Gordon, so the receivers are, are not as good anymore. And Russell Wilson, like I said before, he plays he'll play different he'll play better in the second half than he will the first half. If he comes out and plays a full four quarters with the same intensity that he does the final say fourth quarter or final two minutes. I don't think Seattle easily, but he's not gonna do that. That's his MO. He's never done that. I got the Eagles winning at home. All right. Well, I'm picking up from there. That was a lot of what Trevor said. And I, I agree with a lot of it, actually. But you, you, go, you go ahead. Well, I definitely agree with how Seattle ended the game last week. I was really stunned. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I could not believe what I was seeing. And, it's, ugh, yeah, very frustrating. And, yes. I'm still mad about how they didn't beat New England in the Super Bowl a few years ago. But that said, I just, for just general principles, cannot pick Philly. (laughs) I just, I can't do it. I mean, I know that they're on a a winning streak, and yes, Peterson has them hyped up and and believing that they can win and all that. So, I mean, yeah, Philly could definitely pull it out. I, I just, cannot believe that Seattle's going to come into Philly and actually let that scrub team beat them. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't co-sign to that. 
Russell Wilson does have to play a complete game because he's lacking a lot of weapons, as Trev pointed out. So he's going to have to be focused in from the very beginning. But I think sometimes some of these athletes, they have this game they play with themselves. Yeah, can I, can I come back and bring my team back from the brink of losing and then, you know, be heroic at the end? Yeah, that's just for the birds. Go out there and play the game from, you know, first quarter to fourth quarter and just put it to Philly and put us all out of uh, misery watching Philly play. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to see Philly advance. I don't. So my, my team today is the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm picking them to win. The Philadelphia Eagles have the remains of the AAF and their scout team playing football right now. And they're winning games against very bad teams. The Giants stink. The Redskins stink. And it turned out the Cowboys stunk too. So that that's who the Eagles have beat. And I got, I got to hear these people on TV talk about Carson Wentz like he's done something. So if you beat the Seattle Seahawks, you, you did something. Because you, you never started a playoff game. Because I, I hope Carson, Carson Wentz is probably sick of people, schmucks like me, talking about like how Nick, Smoke, Nick Foles doesn't won the Super Bowl for you and handed you the trophy while you were on your crutches and recovering for your ACL injury. And then the next year, you come back, you can't stay healthy again. Nick Foles almost beats the Seattle Seahawks after beating the Bears, which they should have lost to last year, except the ball didn't want to go over the crossbar. So it hit the crossbar, then it went down to the second crossbar, and instead of going over, it went backward. That's what the Eagles have to do to win these games. I understand that. And the Giants really had a shot to win that game. Because when Saquon was piecing them dudes out, no, remember when Saquon was piecing the, piecing the boys out, put the peace sign up 10 yards in the second day. Oh, yeah. Put the peace sign up. Put, put, put the peace yep. sign up. He said, see you. See, see you suckers later. I'm out. I'm hitting my head on the goalpost. And it, it took the center for the Giants, made, made a bad snap. And the Phillies' credit, they have two, they have three good things on their team, and only three. The front four is amazing. Butcher Cox, probably an all-pro. If he's not an all-pro, he's a pro bowler. Brandon Graham, you know, got to strip Tom Brady in the 17 Super Bowl. I still have nightmares about that play because that guy, that guy got around our tackle, hit the ball right out of Tom's hand and with two minutes to go in that game. That guy makes big plays, okay? You got a good front four. Jernigan's pretty good. Benny Curry, they're, 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 you got a good front four. You got Carson Wentz, I guess, and then maybe Boston Scott and Miles Sanders. But that's it. I mean, you have no business winning anything. You have no, you're, you're a terrible team. You're not good. Like, Eagles fans just need to get that. Your team stinks. You just happen to play in a division where the team that should have won the division turned out that they stunk more. Just one game worse than you, but they stunk nonetheless and couldn't beat you in your building for the division title. That, that, I mean, that's what this is. The Eagles should lose. 
It'll be a close game. I think it'll be intriguing for all the wrong reasons because, but you know, and, and I'm gonna tell you this, y'all. We all we we're watching this game. I'm gonna Trevor. I know you just picked Philly, but mom, for me and you, we have to build in when we pick this game. Build in the inevitable stupid call from Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. The stupid play of the day will happen in the fourth quarter. Why you took a delay of game? You were you were in the huddle. Like you, like what are you doing? You're three inches away from being having a first round bye in the playoffs. All right, all right. They, they went up, they went up to the three seed, but. You would have had a home playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings, okay? If you like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Honestly, like you, like the Seahawks will cost themselves this game. That's the trepidation of picking the Seahawks because Russell Wilson. If I have to choose between Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz, I would sure pick Russell Wilson. I'd pick Russell Wilson. Mom would pick Russell Wilson, and it's not even close. But Russell Wilson is coached by Pete Carroll, who gets too cute sometimes. He wants to get all cutesy and, and not and not do the simple thing like turn around and hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch from the half yard line. You have the, you have the same shot from the half yard line last week to win the game and the division and host the playoff game. What did you do? You did none of that. You stayed in the huddle talking about whatever you were talking about, let the play clock go down, and then it came down to a fourth and goal. And instead of throwing the ball into the end zone like smart people would do, you throw it to the goal line and the and the white side in, the guy almost got decapitated. I mean, like, they, they hit the heck out of that guy. I was just amazed he held on to the ball. <laughs> so that that that's my deal. The C- <coughs> Excuse me. The Seahawks are a better team. They should win, but I'm scared to pick them. Even if, even though I will pick them, I'm scared that the Seahawks are going to mess around and extend the Eagles' season because of their stupidity. So. Or regrettably, I guess I'm, I'm going to pick the Seahawks, but I don't. I don't feel confident in Mom. Neither should you, quite frankly. Do you have anything to ask? No, um, I don't feel confident picking Seattle, but I need to pick Seattle because I need for them to win. So um, I'm just going to try and forget all the reasons why they may not win. And just focus on the ways they will win. So, so Seattle. Okay. All right. Well, that that sums up Wild Card Weekend. Got four games. Um, but let's do real quick official Super Bowl picks. We got about sixty minutes to go. Let's do official Super Bowl picks. Mom, actually, coming to you. Give me two things. Give me NFC AFC Championship matchup. Your Super Bowl pick and Super Bowl winner. Those three things, please. 
All right. NFC matchup, I believe, will be in New Orleans and Green Bay. Oh, I hate saying that. With New Orleans winning. So they will represent the NFC. No, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's just all, no, what? it's because if Seattle, if New Orleans wins, they go to Green Bay next week. Because Green Bay's a two. Green Bay's number two. So that, they, that couldn't happen. Green Bay and New Orleans will play next week. Oh, they play next week? Oh, dang. Yeah, okay. they, play, they play next week. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still picking New Orleans. Uh, mm, I don't know then who would be on the other side. I don't think Seattle's gonna make it to the. Um, you know, skip skip me for now. Let me look. At, I gotta look at the thing in myself. I'm a visual person. Let me see the matchups and go to Trevor and come back to me, please. All right, Uncle Trevor with uh, NFC Championship, AFC Championship, and uh, Super Bowl uh, winner, please. Wow, Super Bowl winner? That's all going to change. Yeah, like week, the, the matchup and the winner, yeah. <laughs> yep. San Francisco and against, uh, I guess, Green Bay. Green Bay's likely to get beat next week by whoever goes up there, I think. But for now, I'll say San Francisco. But for now, San Francisco and Green Bay. In the AFC, hmm, Buffalo and Kansas City. Wow. Buffalo and Kansas City for – so but, – well, well, that well, that then again, no, because that, that wouldn't work either because if Buffalo – because if Tennessee would beat – if Tennessee beats New England, they would go to Baltimore, then Buffalo would go to KC. So, Quinn. yeah. So Quinn, I got New England beating Tennessee. Okay, so, yeah, so there you got, so then you would have KC, and then you would have Buffalo beating Baltimore. Exactly. So, all right, you got a Super Bowl uh, prediction? Kansas City against San Francisco. And then who who you got winning that game? Kansas City. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'll give uh, one more second here. Uh, I picked uh, NFC. Uh, I got the Saints and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I'm uh, sorry, Super Bowl. NFC Championship game. And I feel like it's going to be pretty much the same game except outside this time. Um I got I got the Saints winning by like a last second field goal out there in San Fran to go to the Super Bowl. The NFC, the AFC, it's really really hard to not to pick pick Baltimore to pick against them for what they're doing. But I will because I think Kansas City's going to beat them. I just do. I, I I don't. I think Kansas City's going to go up there. They can score with them. They can make enough stops defensively is not like they're good defensively because they're not, but they're better than they were last year, which is saying a lot because they stuck last year. Um, so I'll take Kansas City over Baltimore in the AFC Championship game. Um, then the Super Bowl had Saints Chiefs before the year, um, and I, I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking the Saints. I want. I want the Saints to do it because. Drew Brees is, you know, 
he's just he's awesome. Like I want I want that guy to get his second ring because he deserves it. He's done it right. He's a Hall of Famer. You know, it's hard not to like him unless you root for the Falcons, the Bucks, or the Panthers. So, you know, I, I think uh, he'll get it done this year. Uh, the Saints get it done and raise up, raise up uh, the Lombardi, uh, second Lombardi for Drew and Sean. All right, Mom, what do you think? Okay, so NFC Championship game, New Orleans and San Francisco with the 49ers winning. And then the AFC, Kansas City and Baltimore with the Ravens winning. So it's going to be a rematch of the Super Bowl past with the Ravens winning again against the 49ers. Wow. So Super Bowl 47 all over again. Yes. Awesome. Okay, cool. So Bob's got the Ravens winning. I've got the Saints winning. And Uncle Trevor's got Kansas City winning uh, this year. So uh, three very good choices, and we're going to see how it plays out. All right, ten, ten minutes to go here. Uh, before we pick the – we only got four games to pick, but – uh, there was some news that came in uh, while we were on the air. Uh, we already told you guys that uh, Mike McCarvey is going to meet with Dallas today. He's en route to Dallas to, to, to talk about the uh, head coaching vacancy, even though you know Jason Garrett hasn't officially, I suppose, hasn't officially been fired. But in about 10 days, his contract runs out, so maybe that's what Jerry's doing. I don't know. But Mike McCarthy – is going to Dallas to meet with the Cowboys. And I did see that also while we were doing this from ESPN, the NFL is, is to discipline the Patriots again. Uh, and they're going to discipline <laughs> them. Yeah, they're going to discipline them for their acknowledged game day video violations in Cincinnati. So apparently, so we thought we were, we, we were clear. Uh, apparently, Roger Goodell uh, changed his mind again, and uh, the Patriots going to uh, get punished by the league again for um, the mini <laughs> Spygate 2.0. So, uh, that, that's Cheated, never prosper, move. although New England does. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So this this is uh, this is not good. Not good at all. The Patriots go lose more draft picks, but it's not really like the Patriots draft very well anyway. So, you know, yeah, you know, they 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 haven't done a real good job as far as drafting is concerned. So, I don't think we should be worried about that too much. That's right. how Miami beat them. That's, that makes sense. I forgot about that. Mr. Bill didn't have his video camera with him. See, he was handicapped. <laughs> they couldn't beat Miami. Yeah, uh, I, maybe I don't know. Maybe I, I I don't I don't know what's going on, but uh, you know, why are they just going to suspend him? Because they they can't keep allowing that team to to do what they do. You know, I remember when the first year with Spygate, Jimmy Johnson was like, "Oh yeah, everybody does it, blah blah blah." Well, if everybody does it, there's only one team that's really been successful with it. That was New England all these years. So when are you going to actually? suspend him for maybe a season like they did Sean Payton with that whole bounty gate thing. When are you going to actually take real action against New England? Yeah, they might do it now that Brady's going to be gone, but, you know, that's not when it should have happened. It should have happened years ago, you know, and then you really, really done something to try to level the playing field because 
New Orleans is cheating. They're getting places because they cheat. You know, Quinn, I know that's your team, but you talk about asterisks for the guys in the, the baseball, you know, when they took steroids and stuff. New England needs to have right. a bunch of asterisks and maybe be stripped of some of these titles that they have because they freaking cheat all the time. I'm sick of hearing about that stuff and nothing being done about it. Yeah, so what? Okay, a draft pick, maybe $500,000, you know, fine or something. Who cares? What does that really mean? No, you have to really get the people doing it out of the game for a year, and that'll send real messages to the rest of the league. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox for now. Sorry. Um, I, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, hey, hey, man, I, I don't subscribe to cheating stuff. So, you know, the Patriots, the Patriots have done this way too much. You know, I thought after the first spy gate, you would know, you would, you would know better. Like, you know, and yeah, Sean Payton's got to be looking at Roger Goodell cross-eyed. So, you mean to tell me that you suspended me for a year? For bounty game. So, hey, by the way, Sean Payton and Roger Goodell are not a good speaking terms because Sean Payton did have to pay that man a lot of money over, over these, these, this last decade. Hey, he had to get that man a lot of money. I mean, good. I mean, he, he was suspended him for a year, okay? But, you know, we don't hear that. We don't hear the stuff that Belichick does. Everybody wants to get on Brady for allegedly deflating a football, okay? Let me let me see this. Deflating a football, well, all you all you really got to say is, yeah, I don't like my football and all that inflated. That's it. That's all you had to say. He didn't say that, so you get what you get there, uh, Tom. Uh, even though I think that was a complete good shot, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it was it was complete BS because, like I I told Grammy the day after when Grammy was still alive, I told Grammy Grammy I, I, I that that game could have been played with a cantaloupe. A Nerf football, whatever you can find out in the street, you can have played it with a basketball for all I care. The Colts weren't beating the Patriots that night. They stuck the joint up. They lost by 38 points. Who cares? And and, and, and and the funniest thing was when they had regulation footballs in there, you got beat even worse. So I, I don't want to hear it with the flake gate. Now, Smite gate, you know, I don't think Thomas really must do spy gate with all these people take take I, I don't think these guys need to do with that. He's a player. Now, you know, he's got suspended for his transgression, but I agree with Mom. I mean, you got hey man, Roger Goodell done ponied up for you a lot, Bill. He he he, he done ponied up a lot for you because, you know, Jerry Jones and Sean Payton and, you know, some of these other teams have have had owners and, you know, marquee players suspended for extreme lengths of time, you know, I don't know, in the midst of a playoff run or, you know, in the midst of a Super Bowl run, you know, one of those deals. You know what I mean? So, hey, I don't know what the discipline's going to be. I don't think they're going to suspend him. They're not going to suspend Bill. But that's what should happen. And because it should happen, it won't happen. Bottom line. Uh, Goodell's not going to do what needs to be done with him. Uh, still, he, you know, he he's still one of the greats of all time. But you know, you you are right, Mom. Maybe there has to be some asterisks next to it. I don't know, but uh, Bill has been doing this a long time, um, and he's got eight Super Bowl rings to prove that he's one of the greats of all time. So, you know, it's just unfortunate that if it. You know, even if 
you um, even if you believe Tom, even if you believe Bill sorry this time, Bill's never going to get the benefit of the doubt because he's done it too many times. Um, so you know, it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm just kind of over the whole deal because Tom is going to be gone. Bill wants him out. He's going to be. You know, trying to find a quarterback, whether it's Jared Stidham or somebody else, Tom, Tom's out. So, yeah, this whole deal is coming to an end here, and it looks like the Patriots have even less to put around than whoever their next quarterback is. So, it's just, just an unfortunate situation all the way around. All right, let's uh, pick these games and end the show here. Pitts on Maryland is on right now. Uh, NFL game day morning, getting this set up for uh, the Saturday wild card games is on the air now. So uh, let's let's finish off the show real quick. All right, Mom. Uh, Bills, uh, Texans, who you got? Texans. All right, I got Buffalo and then uh, Trevor. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Titans, Pats. Uh, I'll. I'll Take the Patriots, but I'm not the Titans to cover, Patriots to win. That's what I got. I'm Trevor. Who do you have there? New England. And then uh, Mom. Tennessee. Tennessee Sunday games. You got uh, the distant Kirk Cousin going to the Big Easy to face Drew Brees and the Red Hot Saints. Uh, I got the Saints, and uh, that's my Stone Cold Walk of the Week. I got the Saints by two touchdowns. I, I just I just see them killing the Vikings. So, give me the Saints uh, minus eight. Uh, Mom? New Orleans by a lot. New Orleans. New Orleans by a lot. And then Uncle Trevor? Uh, uh, I guess New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> All right. And then the final game, Sunday at 440, Uncle Trevor, Eagles, Seahawks. Who you have there? Philadelphia. Mom? Seattle Seahawks. Uh, begrudgingly, even though, I'm, well, Bob, we're going to get what we deserve tomorrow. I, I'm telling you, the Seahawks are going to, the Seahawks are going to mess around and just give Philly the game, but. They better not. I, I got the Seahawks. I don't feel good about it. I feel bad about it, actually, but I, I'll take the Seahawks. All right, cool. That's uh, the end of the show. Part one of two. Tomorrow, I might be on location. Uh, me and my friend Zubin might be watching the two games together. He'll, he'll get back to me on that. But after the Eagles-Seahawks game, tune in again. Uh, part two of the Always 100 podcast, recapping Divisional Playoff Weekend. For Quinn, Trevor, and Mona, this has been the Always 100 Podcast. Go Pat. The dynasty's not over, at least for one more week. See you tomorrow, guys.